Hey, let's go. What's up, everybody? Um, if you're watching this video, I appreciate it. Hope the mic is doing good. Hope the quality is good. The brightness, everything's adjusted real nice. Um, this is episode two of the Mind of Mike podcast. I might change the name of the podcast. I'm not completely sure. Um, I think I like it. It's only episode two. But today, listen, before we even get started, if you don't want to hear certain things, certain unrated things if you don't want to be a part of that i understand so you could turn off this podcast right now but today we're talking about serious stuff you guys know me from my stream and youtube and all that other stuff but today we're, we're talking about a podcast this is episode two of the the mind of mike podcast where we're going to talk about some serious stuff now it's going to be a funny good ride it's all love it's all vibes but i'm going to tell you a story and it's my history with older women and first loves, baby. Let's get into it. So, you might have a first love. You might have a little situation that's similar. You might know somebody. And if you don't, then this is going to shock you. This is going to this is gonna make you rethink the world, the, the life you live. But, I should say, this is also sippy time right here. Let's get sippy and tippy right here. This is truly um, iced... Tea, whatever, spike tea, I'm not a big fan. Twisted tea takes the cake on this. This, if you want something that's low calorie, low sugar, I guess this is like a mini review for the podcast. It's okay, but it's nothing to write home about. Nothing to write Look at the glare of the light off my glasses. I'm not vibing it. I'm not vibing it. See, no glare? Glare. No glare? This is some bullshit, but anyway. Anyway, hope the mic, the quality, everything's good on this. Um, because this is going to be a long one. This is going to be at least 30 minutes, at least. Um, I want my podcast to eventually be an hour long, but I'm recording this off my iPhone for the best quality possible. And honestly, I don't know uh, how much storage this damn phone can handle. I have no fucking idea. So we're going to get it bussing, bussing, and uh, start drinking. I'm already a little tipsy. I'm already one deep. This is number two. Oh, yeah. Shout out Morin, who wants me to drink while I do this podcast. Who knows what I'm going to say now. Um, so check it. Um, th this podcast is going to be called First Loves and Older Women, something like that. So let's get started. My first love was uh, it was a hard one. It's uh, everyone's first love. You, they say you don't really get over your first love, and I think that's kind of true. I think it's kind of true because I think I kind of still love her. Um I know that sounds fucked up, but I think I do. I think the strongest sense of love I've ever felt was with my first love. She might be watching this. I don't give a fuck. She might be agreeing with it. The connection I had with her might be the strongest I've ever had with anybody. I've felt love after with some of the girls. But I don't think the flame burns hotter than when it's first ignited. You know what I mean? So... It's weird to say, because of course I could find love again, I'm sure of it, but to find that type of love, I mean, this this girl, I'm going to say bitch a lot, I'm going to call girls bitches and stuff, listen, it's all love, it's just a term of endearment, if you're offended by that, I'm sorry, aka not sorry, this is just how I talk, and if you guys can't accept me for who I am, then I guess I'm just not going to be accepted, that's just going to be a GG in the chat. It is what it is. 
Also, in the comments, you can call me Pap or Mike. This is the Mind of Mike podcast, but people from Twitch call me Pap. If you're not on Twitch and you don't watch me on Twitch, go watch me on Twitch. It's Papuza. It's the name of this channel that I'm uploading it on right here, right now, if you're watching on YouTube, of course. This is also going to iTunes, Spotify. You know the rest, baby. It's all over. We worldwide right now. But let's get back to the topic at hand. So, I was 15. Let's start this off. I was 15 years old. Just moved to a new school. And this group of guys kind of took a liking to me, right? Let's set, let's set the mood here. Your boy's coming in six foot one. 200 pounds as an 8th grader. I'm a big man. Weightlifting, fitness was my life. So you have to remember, I I didn't look like a 14, 15 year old that you would normally see. You know, I'm coming in 6 foot 1, 200 pounds, veiny arms, lifting weights. I'm already 3 years into my weightlifting. I've been lifting weights since I was 12 years old. I'm already 3 years deep. Chest, shoulders popping. I mean, I'm sure I got some of the teachers a little wet. You know what I'm saying? They could have filmed Waterworld in my math teacher's panties. We don't even know. There's no way to determine this. Another sip. But anyway, they took a liking to me. They liked, I guess, my size, my presence, whatever I was bringing to the table. So they kind of drew me into their group of friends. Now, looking back at it, most of them were good guys. A couple of them ended up being crazy as fuck. And then that could be a whole nother story on its own. But what what really drew me in was this one guy. I'm not going to say names, but he knows who he is. Me and him kicked it off right off the bat. Now, one day I'm at his locker. I'm at his locker. We're talking. And a female approaches him. And almost like puts him in a noogie, kind of gives him a shoulder, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like a real friendly rough him up. And it was somebody much older. And I mean much older, I mean I'm literally in 8th grade, 14, about to be 15. She's a senior in high school. Middle school and uh, high school in the same building at the time. When I saw this... When I saw this female do this to him, I looked that female up and down. That female was so fine. When I'm telling you she was the finest thing I've ever seen in my life, the crush began instantly. There was no leading up to it. Let me get to know you. Let's be friends first. I saw this complete stranger, and I was in love. Here's my social security. Here it is. I'm putting it in. I'm not pulling it out. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. I'm in love with this person right off the bat. Sorry, I keep looking over here. The camera's here. Then I'm looking here. It's just all weird right now. And I'm also drinking. But so as an eighth grader, 14, I think I was 14 at the time. The story begins when I turned 15. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But th- th- now I'm like, whoa. So I'm like, bro, who is that? Who the fuck was that? And he goes, oh, that's my sister. Done. Done. We're best friends now, bitch. Because I'm hunting this female. You feel me? Done. Say less. That's your huh? Your what? You know you live with it. It's over. We're friends regardless. 
So, even though I was friends with him first, a part of the big reason why I kind of put up with this guy's bullshit for years was because his sister was fine as fuck. His sister was a grade A specimen. His sister was an angel amongst humans. She was extraterrestrial. She was next level. This bitch was on a different planet. She was doing math problems that didn't exist. She was otherworldly. She was something completely what I wasn't used to seeing. I mean, we're talking brown hair, tan skin, five foot four, soccer team legs. Right? Nice booty, perfect body. I mean, this girl was exotic, Eastern European. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to get too specific because I don't want this to be a race or ethnicity thing. It's not about that. But she was the finest thing I'd ever laid eyes on. You couldn't Google somebody hotter than her. She was like instantly like the love of my, my life without me even knowing it. My body couldn't even dream at night something this beautiful. This was next level shit. I had never seen anything like it. She was out of this world. Now, okay, let me get going, right? Now, we, uh, we're, we're friends now. Me and this guy are friends, so I start hanging out with him. Now, I find out his parents are divorced. She lived with the dad. He lived with the mom. Fuck my life. Fuck my life. Every time I go over to his house, she's not there. What am I supposed to do? Just jerk off to the pictures around the house? So fast forward, I'm jerking off to the pictures. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, But, so now, I'm like, well, what the fuck? But she starts seeing me with him at the school, whatever. Still not have spoken to the word to this girl. I just see her interact with this guy who I'm friends with. And it just lights my day up. I mean, my skin gets flushed. I mean, I get fucking... Ring, you can hang a beach towel off my shit, you feel me? Now, I love this girl. She don't even know who I am or whether I exist or not. But I am in love with this girl. Right? This female, I'm about to get a tattoo of her right on the penis, you know? Now... She is, oh, shit, bro. Guys, 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 guys. She was next level. And I'm not ashamed to say this shit. I don't care if who sees this. I'm telling you the truth. Even if she sees it or my ex is seeing it, I'm sorry. Right? I've felt different ways for different people. But at the time, right at the time, this was my apex person. So, one day he's like, hey. I'm spending the weekend at my dad's house. Do you want to spend the night? Spend the weekend there. You're telling me the house where the... Yes. Yes. What's the rest of that sentence? You're planning my murder? I don't give a fuck. I'm coming with you, my guy. We're fucking doing this. Now, at the time, if you rewind this podcast, I told you I was in good shape. The one thing I had, I had a shitty haircut, Harry Potter glasses. I looked like a fucking nerd of the nerds. I did not look like something somebody would be jealous of or somebody would want, especially somebody older. And she had a boyfriend, I found out. And he was openly gay. Shortly after, which is weird. They didn't last long, but um, they were still together technically when uh, I came over to the apartment. So it was an apartment. It was like a condo, but they say it was a condo townhouse. I don't give a fuck. It was an apartment. I don't give a fuck. This shit was basically an apartment. So, we're, we're, I go over, oh my god, 
I could smell it. There's certain places and things and people that smell like that place and her. And every time I get a whiff, my pants get extra tight. I start having Vietnam flashbacks. My nipples get hard. I start kissing the air. Whatever, bro. Don't fucking judge me. I'm too truly zen. Don't judge me in this podcast. Episode 2, we getting wild. We get X-rated, unedited, unfiltered every, every time. Anyway, I'm going to regret this. Anyway, so... She's an angel, right? Anyway, that's not off topic, but... So I walk into this apartment. The first thing you smell is heavy cigarette smoke. That dad smoked like a... Bro. There was... I don't even want to say it, but... Let's just say there was some smoke. There's been less smoke during terrorist attacks than this house had smoke. The fucking smoke was heavy, and she hated it. We all hated it, but the dad was a smoker, bro. The dad was a chimney in a past life. The motherfucker was smoking. Cigarettes, too. Not even, like, cigar. Like, it just... It's just weird. So, that's the strongest scent I got, but I didn't give a fuck. I'm having a good time. The dad was a truck driver, always out. So, we get that place to ourselves. I'm 15 now. I'm 14, 15. The first time I went over, I think it was 14. Still in 8th grade. And we had a good time. There was video games and everything like that. And I didn't really see her. She she was out working. She worked at a... A fast food establishment. Let's just say that. I don't want to get too specific. Because I don't want to get in trouble for this. If, you, if you're watching. If my old friend. The brother's watching. What's up? This is just fucking facts. I don't really give a shit about anybody's opinion. You can square up seven days a week. Certified freak. I don't give a fuck. About anything anymore. Um, and if she's watching. I don't give a shit either. We already know. What we had. The shit was fucking special, special. Saturday morning cartoon special. The shit is nostalgic as fuck. And you know them jokes is funny, bitch, if you watch And You know them jokes is funny. But anyway, I digress. So it's bedtime, right? We're playing video games. I'll never forget it. She finally comes out of her room like a fucking hobbit. And she opens the door. We're looking at booty shorts. Tight white t-shirt. I'll never forget it. I'm about to fucking bust. Um, shit was wild. Shit was fucking wild, man. It was wild times. And she said something, 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 something. She was able to see me, though. That was our first introduction. Right? I think I shook her hand. I don't know. It was like a fucking business deal. I don't give a fuck. My shit was hard as fuck, bro. I didn't give a fuck. I was in love with this girl. This is not a raunchy story, by the way. Not yet, anyway. But I truly love this girl. Like, love at first sight type of stuff. I mean, it was embarrassing. Like, I would go home. Like, So after that, we shook hands. We met. That was the first time. That first weekend at the house was special. Because that's, that's when I met her. Fully. Now she knew my name. We shook hands. It's in books. It's in stone. It's a beautiful thing. And... Something about her. I mean, there was other girls in my school, but I couldn't even, like, look at them. Does that make sense? They couldn't compare. But we're talking about an 18-year-old female. I'm 14, about to go to 15. She's about to be 19. The story only goes one direction from here. You feel me? Let's go! So, I'm deeply in love with this older woman. In my brain, there's a 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0
that this could be a thing. So it's also sad, but I'm also nonstop hoping, right? I'm wearing cutoffs around her. I'm wearing the tightest shirts ever. I'm trying to just flex what I got, and that was my body. I had a hard body at a young age, and I was ready to show it. Even though she was dating this delicate, fragile flower of a homosexual man. Which ain't nothing wrong with that. But I'm like, if she's into that, super skinny, gelled hair, ripped jeans, five foot six, it's not looking good for me. You know, she weighed more than he did, and that's a fucking fact. That's a fact, Jack. Another sip. Cheers, everybody. But, like, I'm thinking I don't have a chance. One, I'm not homosexual. Two, I'm not short. Two, three, I'm not skinny. I didn't know what was going on. I was just in love. So, basically, we start hanging out, me and the guy. Me and my friend, the brother. We start hanging out, and I was friends with him. The friendship was real. We were friends. He did some suspect type shit. He was kind of a dick sometimes. Looking back on it now... If it wasn't for her, I don't think I would have been friends with him as long. He was kind of an asshole sometimes. Um, there were some times where I was like, fuck, he's lucky his sister got the fucking bank on her. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. Everything happened for a reason. Some of my best memories, I'll say this right now. Some of my best memories of all time if I died right now. Some of my greatest memories are with them. And I love for both of them in different ways. Obviously, I didn't fuck him. Or at least I don't think I did. But... So I'll never regret it. You know what I'm saying? But uh hold on, there's a I'm sorry guys, there's a notification. I don't know if you guys are seeing it. I don't this isn't screen record, so I don't think you'll see it, but whatever. Stupid phone. Um so we started hanging out more. And at the time we had another friend who had already been friends with him longer, and that he I know that he already had met her. And she liked him. Like not like that, but like if she was hanging out with her brother, she would ask her brother to invite his friends with. So I was like, okay, this is interesting. Excuse me. And I was like, oh. So I had my chance. It was a movie theater experience. Um, my friend was going to the movies, and he was like, you want to come with? And I said, yes. My sister's driving. She, obviously, she had a car. We didn't have a car at 14. She had a car. She had everything. Um... So that was my first time where I got to hang out with both of them and get close to the girl, his sister, the angel. And uh, so we, I go to his house. She picks me up. We go to the house to wait for the movie time. They're playing video games. We're sitting on the bed. We're talking. I'm making jokes. Now, if you don't know me from stream, if you don't know me from anything, I'm a funny guy. I'm a pretty funny guy. I was... My whole life, I've kind of been... I was voted in, in like, elementary school. You had to wear a little badge, and people would go around and write what they think your job should be at a li as kids. And it was stand-up comedian. Comedian, comedian, comedian. Actor, comedian. I've always been loud, talkative. I've always been embraceful. I've always been interactive. And I've always been witty and cracking jokes. My whole life. Straight out the womb. The I came out my mouth's vagina and, and as I was like, wah, wah, knock, knock. Like, that was the first fucking shit. Just jokes on jokes on jokes. Anyway, whatever. You don't have to find me funny. But she did. 
And I just remember that first moment sitting in that room waiting for the movies to start before we could leave and go to the theater, just making her laugh. Oh, and every time she laughed, bro, I swear, I swear the heavenly gates opened up. I swear an angel got their wings every time she laughed. My love for her was so deep, if I made her laugh, the feeling of satisfaction I would get would have been, like, greater than winning the lottery. You know, or getting, like, a negative AIDS test. So, like, the happiness I was receiving just from being around her was almost enough to sustain me. Like, fuck, put that hamburger down. I could live off the meal of her laughter, her existence. It was that deep. It was that deep. I love deep. I love deep then, I love deep now, even though I, I don't even know if I can feel love anymore because I'm dead inside. But anyway, that's a whole nother podcast. Now, I love this girl more than, you know, oxygen, food, water, shelter. I mean, this bitch was top priority. This 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 female was, you know, my whole life. We go to the movie, we have a good time. She's laughing. We're having a good time. Now, I'm kind of noticing this. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I tried to sit in the middle at the movie theater to get close to her at work. That did. It was beautiful. Just being in the presence of her and being able to just smell her aroma would change my life. My credit score would go up six points if I got to smell her hair. You know what I'm saying? It was it was that type of shit. And I'm not trying to be creepy, but I worshipped her. I would pray at night sometimes. I'd be like, God, if there's a way we can be together, please let it happen. I don't. I know she's older than me. Like, I was cheesy, bro. I was fucking cheesy, bro. It was Mac and Mike. It was the Mac and Cheese. I was all the cheese they needed. I was cheesy as fuck. But when you're young, when you're 14, 15, this love was as deep as you've ever felt in your life. She might feel the same way. She was pretty young, too. Looking back on it now, she was 10 years younger than me where I'm at right now. So I can only imagine what she was feeling. She probably felt like she was young, too. Even though she was older than me, she probably had a young heart, young mind. Now, fast forward a few more hangouts. We hung out, do a couple more movies. We're doing a bunch of different things. Now, eventually, I'm like a top echelon, top tier friend now. You know, I'm 14, 15. She's 19. You know, she's graduated now. It's over. School's done for her. She's in college, scholarship, fucking brainiac. She's so smart. She was so fucking smart. Maybe too smart. Bitch was cocky as fuck. And if you're watching this, you know you were. You were cocky as shit. Might still be cocky. I don't give a fuck. But now I'm becoming a top tier friend to the point where when they're hanging out, because they were close. The brother and sister were close. They were inviting me as like a top tier friend now first, not the other guy or the other friends that were involved in the mutual relationship. I was getting called upon. They wanted to go see movies with me now. First choice. You know, I'm a first choice friend. So, we're getting kind of close. And I'm fucking making her laugh every five seconds. My biggest memory of my friendship slash relationship with her is the laughter. The jokes we would have. The moments we shared. The laughter. Oh. Fuck. I'm feeling the nostalgia right now. I mean, it's some of my best memories, but we just vibed. All three of us. I'm not leaving him out of the story. The friend, we vibed. Our sense of humor was so fucking like this. The shit was special. Every sentence was a banger. Every 
thing lined up perfectly. Everything matched. It was kismet. It was meant to fucking be. Now, the turning point was when one day we went to go see the movies. We went to go see some movie. I think it was Chuck and Larry. I want to say it's I Not Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. It came out 2007. Shout out to Adam Sandler. She told him, I want to sit in the middle so I can sit next to him. That's it. My cocky little brain was like, what the fuck? She basically just said, I want to sit next to him. And I think she might have. Like, word for word, let me sit in the middle so I can sit next to both of you. Type of thing. Oh, is can my dick get any harder? Question mark. Are you fucking kidding me? Everything I've prayed for and wanted was coming true. Now, this girl's older than me. Don't forget the name of this podcast. This is Older Women. And she's my first love. So, not only was I in love from our first sight with her, but she's also an older woman. You know, she's 19 years old, car, she's in college. I'm a freshman in high school. I don't know fucking dick. I don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know anything. I had pimples. I couldn't grow facial hair. I mean, whatever, dude. I, I Looking back on it now, I didn't know what I was doing. My clothes were fucked up and cheesy. And I wore, like, basically the same thing every other day. And my haircut was fucking wild. It wasn't like this. I had a middle part. A middle part. It was just all fucked up. It was weird. I was weird, but I still didn't know myself. I was a kid. 14, 15 years old, you don't know yourself. You're not going to be the same 10 years from now. If you're watching this and you're 14, 15 years old, you're not even going to be a little bit of the same person. You're going to be so much different. Like, inside and out, you just become a different person. But she was vibing me. Our friendship was now, at this point in time, at this juncture, I was as close to her as I was with him. Which says a whole fucking lot. Because me and him were close and started our friendship first. She, like, was skeptical of me, what I felt like. But I think just making her laugh and hanging out and my energy. The reason why you guys watch me in the stream, the reason you're watching this podcast is this energy. I've always been like this. I'm always, like, in your fucking zone, in your face. I just can't be normal. And I don't ever want to fucking be normal. And I don't agree with normal. I don't like normal. Sadness, sadness, it's over. Um, anyway, the biggest thing for me was hearing her say she wanted to sit next to me. Now, when you're young and you hear that, you think you got something. So, I mean, we're hanging out every weekend pretty much, every weekend. And she's getting us alcohol, the dad's buying us alcohol. Um, I don't want to get the family in trouble, but I was underage drinking a lot. And it's kind of how we bonded. We would party up. We'd throw on some video games, some Mario Kart Double Dash. Shout out Double Dash. Mario Kart Double Dash, best GameCube game of all time. Mario Super Strikers, all this. I'm having great times with these people. They're becoming my friends. She, she's my love of my life. And it's, it, it's some really good memories, though. We had some great times. But she was it. After she broke up with the gay dude, fast forward, every summer they would go to the country where their family was from. Eastern European country, I'll let you guess. And it ain't Greece, and it ain't Croatia, 
It was somewhere in Yugoslavia. Do your Googling. Um, but, uh, so th- she ends up in an arranged marriage. Don't know fucking how. Don't know if she lied to me. I don't know how it worked. But she ended up with somebody from there who she only seen two months of the year. Who gives a fuck? Arranged marriage. Suck my dick. Fucking arranged marriage. Anyway, moving forward, onward. Um, so now I got to deal with this fucker. And this fucker had to be a tall white guy with blonde hair, fucking just like me, but better and older. Great. Great. And spoke her language because she did speak the language of her people. So now I'm like, are you fucking, you went from a little Puerto Rican gay guy. Nothing wrong with that. But that's who your ex was, a skinny Puerto Rican gay guy. Now you're with some Serbian East... Er, oh, I said it already. Okay, fuck it. Some Serbian fucking bodybuilder guy who looks just like me. I'm like, fuck my life, dude. Fuck my life. Why? The competition. Well, it turns out you bet on the underdog, baby, because your boy pulled through. Hey, let's go. Well, that's spoiler alert, but check this out. So now I'm in love with this girl. She's getting in a fucking arranged marriage. We're hanging out constantly every weekend, having a great time. And now our bond is as close as my bond with her brother. I mean, we are friend friends. And I'm going to fast forward a little bit, but a couple, about a year in, a solid year in, we get each other gifts. Or I give her a gift, I think, for Christmas or something. And it just tells her, thank you for being my friend. I love you as a friend. And she cries. She hugs me. And she starts crying. Now, I don't know what you think that means. But to me, that's a GG in the chat. When I was embracing her, I cried with her. That shit, to this day, is one of the most defining turning moments in my life. Her brother wasn't there. We're upstairs in my room. I privately gave her a gift. I forgot what I wrote on the card. But she read it. She cried. She hugged me so fucking hard. Not how a friend would hug you. This bitch hugged me so hard we almost became one fucking person. You feel me? And that embrace, that's when I knew something was mutual. That's when I knew. That hug was... I've never had a hug like that in my life. And I may never have a hug like that again. But... That shit was like time stood still. The hug could have lasted 45 minutes. I don't even remember. But that embrace, hearing the sniffles, the crying, excuse me, that's a turning point. And if this was a movie, this is the part where shit happens. This is the climax of the film. Now, I don't know how long this podcast has been going on, but we we just getting started. You feel me? I'll fast forward a little bit. Now, I can never tell you the whole history of our relationship because not only is it insane and crazy and fucked up and amazing and all kinds of fucking wild, but the other night, the biggest turning point that happened was Battleship. Shout out the board game Battleship. If you don't know what it is, pause this right now and Google it. One of the most popular board games of all time. Um, We're hanging out now. Now, this is about a year and a half in. I'm about 15 years old. She's 19, about to turn 20. And it's late at night. 
and the brother goes to sleep. I'm still awake with the sister. Okay? Say less. Now, she says, let's play Battleship. If I win, you have to do something for me. Uh, what? what? Bitch, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like I'm about to lose on purpose! Because that's exactly what I did. So we're drinking, we're drunk. And she literally tells me, if I win, you have to do something for me. I'm drunk. I'm in love with you. And I get to do something for you? Okay, I'll pull it out, miss. No problem. So, <laughs> so, we're playing Battleship. I'm tipsy. I'm drunk. I'm in a black cutoff. I'm flexing my arms as much as possible. I'm doing what I got to do to swoon this girl. We're playing Battleship. She's in her pajamas, which is shorts and a t-shirt. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. She's bagging for it. Bagging. But I didn't know this. I was just drunk and horny, and she was drunk too. Also underage, but I don't give a fuck. That was not rape. That's not molestation. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I... Wanted it. I loved it. Don't regret it. I don't give a shit. Anyway, we're moving on. I'm 15, by the way. I lose on Battleship. I'm like, oops, you sunk my Battleship. The bitch picked a number that's not even on the board and shit. I'm like, oops, 7311. Oh, I guess she sunk it. I didn't give a shit what she said. Everything she said, I said, you sunk it. She's like, but I only said one number. Oh, guess the game's over. Eh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> so... She goes, you have to give me a back massage. The fuck did you just say to me? I have to give you a... B say less! Back massage. I heard the word massage. I was like this. Ring! Say less. I'm in love with you. I'll do whatever you want. I'll fucking assassinate the president. I don't give a shit. A back massage, it's GG in the chat, it's easy. So, that's what I do. She lays on her stomach. She tells me to get on top. Oh, what? On top? Bruh. Are you, is this a fucking dream? Don't wake me up. Okay? So I'm on top of her. Giving this girl who I'm friends with, but deeply in love with, a back massage. And then she says, You can lift my shirt up to get the skin. Uh, what? You want me to die of a fucking heart attack, you sexy bitch? Yeah! Okay! Sure! No pr Let me think about it. Ah, uh, yes! I lift her shirt up. I just see beautiful tan skin, a toned, slim, beautiful back. One of the hottest females of all time. God really hit it on the head with this one. This bitch was like a DLC character in real life. You, you don't get her normally. She was special. Then... I stop massaging, just like every man who has to give a girl a massage. Your arms and hands fucking hurt. Bitch, I got arthritis. Cut this shit out. So now we're in that drunk state where you ever just close your eyes and you're breathing heavy. 
and you're just drunk and wherever you are you're about to pass out that's kind of where we are right now and I'm in her bedroom laying on her bed her brother is in a different room but he fell asleep she's on her side I'm on my side we're both on our back looking straight up and we're just kind of breathing and time was like standing still nothing was happening nobody was moving that's it just breathing that drunk you're drunk and you're just breathing hard because you're fucking drunk and you're a piece of shit just like we were and then we both turned now we're facing each other I feel her breath hit my face she feels my breath hurt her face our faces are about six inches apart And we're just in the fetal position on our sides, facing each other. Just ever so gently feeling each other's drunk piece of shit breath on each other's face. But eventually the breath gets stronger. We're inching. We're worming our way to each other. But we're laying on our sides. Her breath gets stronger, my breath gets stronger. And then eventually I can feel her nose touch my nose. I could feel it. We're that close. Our breaths are basically going straight down each other's throats at this point. Direct hit to our lips. We are not, not an inch apart from each other. And all of a sudden, I feel... She's kissing me. It happened. Pause life. Pause it. Life has stood still now. Our, we went from our breaths to the battleship. It was quiet. Dead. Quiet. No music. No TV was on. Nothing. Now, I hear, and I feel her lip on my upper lip. She's kissing me. The girl who's older than me, the girl I had no chance with, the girl who just hearing her laugh would have given me any reason to die and be happy, was kissing me. This angel, this supermodel who, who I put on a pedestal higher than anything in the world, was kissing me. So I kissed back, motherfucker. I kissed back like a motherfucker. And I'm kissing her. And it went from to some of the deepest kissing you've ever seen. Now, it's too late. There's no mistake. There's no, oops, I didn't mean to do that. No, it's over. It's happening. Our hands are embracing each other. Going up and down each other's body. I'm holding her as close to me as you fucking can get. Our bodies are now one. My hand grasping the back of her neck, pushing her face into my face. Our kissing vigorously. Making out like there's no tomorrow. Eyes are closed. I'm not even looking at her. I'm living in the moment. I'm living in my own head. The moment has come. It's over. 
I'm living my greatest fantasy, my greatest dream. Legs rubbing up against each other. Our bodies are as close as you could be. You could have soldered us together. We were that close. Just basically being out of breath by mauling each other's faces. Kissing at a rate, at a pace, I've never even seen before. And we are kissing. And I am in love with this moment. I'm in love with her, and I'm in love with this moment. So, I get. she tells me, get up, turn the lights off. Huh? What? Uh, turn the lights off? Say less! So I get up, I turn the lights off. And I'm thinking, oh, well, she's sobered up now. She knows what she's doing, right? Because what she's doing at the time is illegal, technically. Not that I give a flying fuck. But I turn the lights off. I lay back in bed, get under the covers, both of us. We're fucking making out again. Now we know what we're doing. It's not, ah, I'm drunk, I'm silly. Now we know. There's no need for talking. We let our bodies do the work. And her hand is running down my stomach. Her hand is around my leg. She's rubbing my thigh. She's rubbing it hard. And speaking of hard, I'm fucking hard. At this point in time, at a 50, as a 15-year-old kid, I'm fucking raging, bro. I can break a diamond with my dick at this point. It's insane. It's in fucking insane what's happening to my body. I've never been harder in my life to this day. You could, I mean, there's rebars in construction sites that aren't as hard as my dick was that night. You understand? Superman couldn't have bent my dick in half if he wanted to. And I don't I don't know why he would want to, but it, he couldn't have done it. My dick was kryptonite strong. I mean, this shit was fucking... It's the most powerful boner I've ever gotten in my life. Whatever. And she's rubbing my thigh hard. And even though I'm 15 and I got no experience, I've never had sex with a girl up until this point. You know what I do? My cocky little ass does. I grab her hand and I put it over the basketball shorts on my dick. Bold move, right? Well, you could thank alcohol for that. 15-year-old, I just took this 19-year-old girl's hand, put it on my dick over my basketball shorts. Now... Without being too graphic, and I'm not trying to be graphic, this is what happened. She fucking, she goes in the basketball shorts now. After a little bit of rubbing, she goes in. And long story short, I get my very first hand job, ladies and gentlemen. My very first hand job ever. By this angel, this 19-year-old. This girl who's my first love. 19. I get my first hand job from her. It's a beautiful thing. Beautiful fucking thing. I'll never forget it. And that was when I was like, I have her. But a little, a part of you thinks you're embarrassed by it as well. Because you don't know. Maybe she'll wake up, be super sober, regret it. I didn't know. 
But fast forward to the next morning, and we slept together in that bed. In her bed, in her room. 